0: Calm before the storm. It's been a few weeks now. Everyone's kind of settling into their groove. And if you're an entrepreneur, you can best be sure that the worst is probably not over yet. So, are you ready? Is your business ready? Stay tuned. All right. Welcome to this week's episode of Dylan's Podcast. I'm Dylan Gallagher, and this is my podcast where I get to share some thoughts from time to time. Uh, In fact, time to time generally means weekly. I try to put out uh, one podcast uh, a week for entrepreneurs to benefit from because let's face it, as an entrepreneur, it can be tricky to find very uh, specific uh, and practical insights into what you can be doing with your business. And uh, because I work with entrepreneurs every pretty much every single day of the week, i'm I'm uh, always looking to share what I've learned, some of the things that maybe I'm wrestling with in hopes that you, the listener, if you're running a business that you can see that you're not alone, that uh, the struggles and the challenges that you're facing are shared by many. And uh, maybe in some small way, I'm able to put a either a stone in your shoe to get you to make some changes, or I can somehow encourage you to keep going if you feel like maybe you just don't have the energy or the excitement or the interest in doing so. Uh, Before I get going, I always like to say thank you to everyone that listens to the podcast and sends me their thoughts and their text messages. You'll know that last week I posted a podcast that I made a guest appearance on. It generated quite a bit of buzz. So it was kind of neat to hear from people I hadn't heard from in a while, to hear from people that I didn't realize we're listening to the podcast. So that was very cool. And um, always nice to know that the things that I'm yammering on about are finding their way uh, into the earbuds of entrepreneurs and business owners that are looking for some direction. So big shout out to all of you that do that. Thank you for taking the time. It does mean something. Uh, this podcast is really just a labor of love. Uh, I don't uh, advertise. There's no revenue that comes off of this. This is me sharing my thoughts because uh, I find that as an extrovert, this is how I I think and how I process my thoughts, and you, the lucky listener, get the benefit from from that. So today, what I thought I would talk about is what appears to be inevitable in some shape or form. Some of you might not agree, and I'd be happy to hear your thoughts and comments about it later, but it's the calm before the storm. We think that we've been through the Kind of the thick of it right now, and and uh, that maybe we're on our way as a marketplace and as an economy and as business owners to, you know, now get back to work. And while we all realize that there is no such thing as getting back to normal, there is going to be a new normal that develops, and in fact, we are witnessing it right now. And it's not going to be until we can look back and realize that the new normal happened while we were watching it unfold. And I think that's where we are right now. Uh, but to get to the punchline. I do think that um, I find myself repeating my opinion many times over the course of a week, uh, and over the past uh, or over the course of the past two weeks, I find myself consistently saying something that um, I think highlights where my mind is at, and certainly what, how I am viewing the things that I'm doing uh, in the context of what's happening in the market. And so, here's kind of my take on everything right now. I think that the market is continues to be somewhat in triage mode, meaning you kind of can't deal with the wounds and the healing of any wounds or any damage until you've stopped the bleeding. And the governments, I think, uh, certainly in North America, I think the governments were very concerned about people not being able to get access to food and water and And being stuck in their homes, not really having the financial means to do the things that maybe they needed to do. So the governments have just pumped money into people's bank accounts in hopes of um, uh, maybe preventing all-out chaos. I don't know. But it's still triage. It's a bunch of money entering the system to help alleviate people's concerns. And uh, eventually, eventually, that government money being given out to individuals is going to cease to exist. Whether that's in two months from now or four months from now, the government cannot, in my opinion, the government cannot afford to continue to support uh, its citizens um, without having sort of a, um, a finite goal in mind of when, when they're going to stop handing out checks and just start dealing with the reality of the fallout. So when the government, so the government, when the, when the triage moment is over, when the government um, has stopped making money available to businesses, when the bank's are finally saying, look, the deferrals are done. It's great. We were able to defer your mortgage for six months. We just tacked the payments onto the back. When the government says, look, there's not going to be any more money being handed out. And people are now faced with the very, the very real reality of having to return to the workforce only to find that the workforce has probably changed. Um, It's going to be, I think it's going to be I think there's going to be a lot of hurt and a lot of pain, and I think it's going to be really difficult. And in my mind, it looks like probably the fall, uh, kind of September, October, when the summer is over, when the money's ran out, when the deferrals are over, and when businesses have already made the decisions that they're going to make, good, bad, or otherwise, that I think we're in for a very difficult fall and a very difficult Christmas Christmas, winter season, right, right into into next year. Uh, unemployment is really, really high. There's a lot of people right now that have filed for unemployment insurance and uh, there's no indication that the majority of the people that have filed for employment insurance, unemployment insurance rather, are going to have jobs to come back to. Most employers have figured out that Uh, They have some some power right now over their landlords, and so they're going to look to conserve cash and cash flow by renegotiating their leases and their rental arrangements. Employers are going to see that people were very productive from home and out of necessity during triage, they had to figure out how to continue to operate. And so businesses that are going to continue to remain in the market have probably already figured out how to do that and are doing so right now. And that means that many people on unemployment insurance probably are not going to see that their jobs are available to them, and so we are going to have a lot of people that are going to be looking for work. Now, I I'm not um, uh, I am not without optimism. I think that there are going to be new jobs that are created as a result of COVID, and I think that those new jobs are going to absorb a good amount of the unemployed workforce, but there still is going to be, unfortunately, a high unemployment rate for some time to come. And mixed in with unemployment is going to be some new tax regimes, because it's, in my mind, the only way the government can really afford to um, get back a lot of the the money that it has given out during this time. And so it's going to get pretty funky. And so the calm before the storm, even though this doesn't feel normal and people aren't used to it, I happen to think that we are in the midst of the calm right now. I think that most people have their basic, there are a lot of people rather, that have their basic needs provided for. Any of their debt and their credit has been kind of kicked into the future. And so we really are in kind of the eye of the storm as I see it. And I think that by the time the summer is over and we're heading into the fall, into winter, into Christmas, and into next year, we're really going to have to now start dealing with high unemployment unemployment different tax regimes, and really a sense of discomfort as society and culture tries to now reconfigure itself to make sure that should another pandemic break out at some point in the future, 10 years from now, five years from now, 50 years from now, that the terrible job that was done managing it this time around uh, doesn't happen again. And by terrible, I don't mean people did a bad job. We just clearly, as, as 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 a society, we're not ready for something like that. We weren't prepared, and I think the focus now... Over the coming years, uh, is going to be. We're going to see governments really focus on making sure that these pandemics don't don't uh, cause the damage financially to the economy that it has uh, that they that this particular pandemic has has done. So I could be wrong on all of this stuff, but I'm not without hope because I think that entrepreneurs that made all of the difficult decisions, made the cuts, um, maybe laid off uh, a major part of their workforce, even though they didn't want to. In order to preserve uh, their business and to be able to continue to provide the products or services that they have, that they had to make drastic changes. And so they've already done that. In some cases, maybe some entrepreneurs have closed up their shop and they've said, we're now out of business. Uh, Maybe some entrepreneurs delayed letting people go because they had a little bit of money in the bank or maybe some government support, only to now realize that that money is, is running out in their business. Their bank accounts are getting drained and they're now looking at potentially having to repay these funds or some portion of these funds. And so it's going, there's going to be entrepreneurs that did all the tough stuff and they're going to find their way through it. There's going to be entrepreneurs that continue to think everything's going to be okay, which is, you know, one, one position to take, Um, but they might find themselves in a tougher spot a few months from now than where they are right, where they are right now. And so I continue to beat the drum around this idea that if we are if i'm if i am at all correct that we are in the eye of the storm where it's relatively calm the moment of triage is over we've applied the tourniquets we've stopped the bleeding we've we we have done the best we can do for damage control that in the coming months as we move out of the eye of the storm and into the storm um i've been beating the drum is your business ready you know i continue to repeat Do you know who your customers are? Have you spoken to them? Not with COVID emails and here's what we're doing, although that's important and there's a time and a place for that. But have you reached out to your customers? Have you figured out the gap in your customer base? Customers you had pre-COVID, the lack of customers you're gonna have post-COVID, and have you started already employing strategies to fill in that gap? Because it doesn't matter how much financial engineering you do, it doesn't matter how much you cut your costs, although both of those things are important. What really matters is are you going to have a marketplace that is going to take your products and your services? And what does that mean? Do you have to adjust your prices? Do you have to adjust the experience? Um, how are new, you know, safe work procedures um, from, you know, maybe the occupational uh, health and safety? boards for the government, uh, how they're gonna tell retail and restaurants, construction workers, mechanic shops, barber shops, hairstylists, beauty salons, how they have to now operate. How, how, What kind of cost is that gonna add to your business? But more importantly, what is it gonna do with your pricing? How are you gonna have to reconfigure what it is that your business does so that you can survive? And I would suggest, because it happens to be the kind of personality that I have, that you think through that now and you have a, a, a hypothesis or a thesis rather that, um, helps you build your playbook. Um, if you've listened to this podcast during, uh, the last couple of months, you've heard what my playbook is and you've heard kind of where my head is at and what I'm thinking about. And I don't know that I'm right, but I have an opinion. And based on that opinion, I am uh, making plans and that opinion or that thesis, uh, is, is guiding the decisions that I'm making, uh, every day. And so I'm encouraged because, um, Notwithstanding, there are businesses that won't make it, and that is incredibly tragic. There are businesses that will make it, and they're going to do fairly well, um, because the customers are still there. They just look a little different. They're going to have um, some different criteria that you're going to have to address in order to work with them, or sell to them, or have them experience the products and service that your businesses offer. And so if you haven't done so already, you need to start working on it. And I heard from a couple of entrepreneurs this week that have said, you know, Dylan, we're not quite extreme close up shop or keep going and make sure that you can keep going. We're somewhere in the middle. So, what we've decided to do, and then they went on to tell me what their plan was and what their thesis is. And so, they've really given themselves um, weeks to determine whether or not what they're going to do, what they're doing is going to work. And if it doesn't work, they're just going to call it a day. But if it does work, because they have re envisioned and reimagined some of the things that they've that their business does and they're gonna give it a go. And if it works out, then they're gonna keep going. And if it doesn't work out, they're not gonna keep pushing. Um, they're not gonna keep pushing the idea. They're just gonna close up, take their lumps, and move on to something different. So there's lots of different ways that you can play out the scenario right now as an entrepreneur, but the most important part is that you do have a play, that you have defined what it is that you're trying to what you think is going to happen and then what you are trying to do right now to make sure that that you can keep going. Again, if you've heard me talk on uh, any of these podcasts, what you'll know is that the worst decision you can make, which is the one that I personally made during the financial crisis was to bury your head in the sand, to think that tomorrow things are going to be better, and that they're going to return to, quote-unquote, normal. And uh, that's just the worst decision. I mean, I should have either bankrupt myself, um, or I should have doubled down on what I was doing. But I made the worst decision of all decisions, which was to wait and see what happens. And uh, just got smoked for it, and uh, took a while to 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 get out of that position that I was in, many years, in fact lots of heartache. Uh, But I learned a lot. And so when I share that with you, I would encourage you um, that even if, you know, like the folks that I talked to this week, maybe you don't have like an all or none plan, maybe you have something in between. The point is have a plan, don't not have a plan. And make sure that that plan has uh, milestones and benchmarks that you can measure against so that you know whether or not it's working and what adjustments you need to make and whether or not it's still worth uh, pursuing. So um, as an entrepreneur, there's no question that your sleepless nights um, Maybe um, haven't gotten any better. Maybe you still are worried about the future. Maybe you've got a couple of days where you feel pretty good, because maybe the sun is shining and you got a new deal, or you' met a new customer, or, or something happened to give you some optimism, and then, you know, on a rainy day or when it doesn't, doesn't feel like things are working, you, you really have bad days, and I would say to you, "That's completely normal. Make sure that you're talking to someone when you have those ups and downs, though. Uh, I know as an entrepreneur for myself, I've got a pretty good group of people around me that I uh, share. Uh, what's going on in my life with as an entrepreneur. um, I have a different group of people that I I share more personal things with. Um, But it's important to talk because oftentimes when you talk out loud, it doesn't sound quite as bad as when you're just talking inside of your own head. um, And it tends to lose its its grip on you as well. So if it's not your spouse, because a lot of times your spouse, your partner maybe doesn't understand what you're going through and they might not be the best sounding board depending on the, the nature of your relationship. But certainly there are other entrepreneurs and other business owners, myself included, that you can share your thoughts with, that you can ask for maybe just some time to bend an ear. Maybe you're not looking for advice so much as just looking to let someone know all the things that you're dealing with and trying to address. And that could be half the battle. So I would encourage you that if you if that feels like you, if something that I just said, it just sort of pulled on a heartstring, then make sure that you do something about it. Because this is life. This is happening every day. The sun's going to come up tomorrow. And uh, there's no point living in a state of fear or um, in a state of um, being paralyzed and paralysis and not being able to do anything. So calm before the storm. Are you ready? My opinion is we're in the eye of the storm right now. Things are relatively calm. But as we move through the summer and into the fall, it's going to get very, very stormy. And um, that's, that's just what it is. And if I'm wrong, great. Then all of everything that I've talked about will only work to your advantage. And if I'm right, then maybe everything that I've talked about will work to your advantage. There is no downside to considering that the worst is still yet to come in the marketplace and that you can be preparing your business and yourself for it. Um, by getting ahead of it. So thanks for tuning in. I hope that you found that valuable or at a minimum found it uh, helpful in considering um, some of the things going on in the marketplace. I would hope that you'd have your own opinion of what's going on in the marketplace and you can measure it against mine and and try to figure out maybe where, where we see things a little differently and have that guide your steps. But thanks for tuning in. If you found it valuable, make sure to rate um, subscribe or share the podcast because then it gets in front of other entrepreneurs that could benefit maybe from some of the things that I've, that I've talked about. So thanks for tuning in. And, uh, I sure hope you download next week's episode.